Good morning, Alex and friends. I'm Grace. Today is Friday, November 10th, 2023, and you're listening to Alex's News. Turning to the weather, Riverside is feeling those mild November temperatures, with a high of 74.5 degrees today, slipping down to a cool 54.3 by nightfall. Now, on to our top stories. Financial systems are on high alert as the world's largest bank, ICBC, grapples with a widespread ransomware attack, causing significant disruptions in U.S. Treasury trades. We'll delve into the details of this cyber onslaught and its implications for global banking security. In medical news that's nothing short of miraculous, an Arkansas man has become the first person to receive a whole eye transplant. This groundbreaking surgical achievement offers a new ray of hope to many suffering from blindness. Stay tuned as we explore this incredible story. And later, flex those mental muscles and join in for our NPR weekly news quiz. We'll guide you through an eclectic mix of questions ranging from the week's political happenings to quirkiest animal discoveries, pharmaceutical advancements to the glitz of pop divas, not forgetting those ever-tumultuous startup ventures. It's time to test your knowledge on this week's happenings. Stay with us for all this and more. It's all coming up on Alex's News. We're following a developing story this morning regarding a significant ransomware attack that's targeted the world's largest bank, the Industrial and Commercial Bank of China, commonly known as ICBC. This cyber attack has caused quite a stir in the U.S. Treasury market. Ethan is here with us to unpack the details. Ethan, what can you tell us about what's happened? Grace, the situation with ICBC is indeed a concerning one. What we know so far is that ICBC Financial Services, which is the U.S. arm of the bank, has experienced a serious cyber attack that disrupted their ability to clear U.S. Treasury trades. The ransomware group believed to be behind this attack is Lockbit, a notorious cybercrime gang. While they haven't confirmed their involvement, sources close to the matter are indicating they're likely the culprits. Ransomware attacks have been a growing threat recently. Can you break down for our audience what a ransomware attack involves? Absolutely. Ransomware is a type of malicious software. It typically works by encrypting data on the victim's system and demanding payment, the ransom, to restore access to the data. In the case of a financial institution like ICBC, it can significantly disrupt operations and potentially expose sensitive financial information. With ICBC being such a massive player in the global market, this could have been catastrophic. How did the bank respond to mitigate the impact of this attack? The bank has actually been quite resourceful, Grace. They've been using a somewhat old-school tactic to bypass the cyber attack by transferring settlement details using a USB stick carried by a messenger. It's certainly a stark reminder of how dependent modern finance is on secure computer networks, and when those are compromised, even the biggest institutions have to resort to manual methods. That's almost hard to believe in this digital age. Now, Ethan, what might this attack mean for the bank's operations and possibly the financial sector at large? Well, even though ICBC managed to clear treasury trades and repo financing trades following the attack, the incident does bring up considerable talk about the resilience of cybersecurity in major institutions like banks. 
there's a high possibility that this will catch the eye of regulatory bodies, and there could be repercussions or calls for tighter security measures to avoid any repeats of such disruptions. It certainly underscores the need for robust cybersecurity strategies. Are there any broader implications for the financial system? This kind of attack is a red flag for the financial system globally, revealing how vulnerable it can be to cyber threats. There's an increasing boldness in ransomware attacks, and it looks like US authorities are stepping up their game in response, pushing harder on cybercrime curbing efforts and looking to enhance protocols for information sharing among institutions to preempt future attacks. As for ICBC, sources like Reuters and Bloomberg are reporting that they're considering seeking help from China's Ministry of State Security to protect their operations moving forward. And how has the Treasury market been holding up since this breach? Despite the cyber attack, the Treasury market seems to have been relatively unshaken, operating normally as of Thursday. However, this incident does act as a wake-up call for the industry to take cyber threats even more seriously and to invest in stronger defenses against such attacks. Thank you, Ethan, for that comprehensive update on a story that we'll certainly be keeping a close eye on. That was story one of three coming up on today's news segment. We have a truly remarkable medical breakthrough to discuss, something straight out of the history books. Chloe, you've been following this story closely. Can you tell us about this medical first involving an Arkansas man? Absolutely, Grace. Aaron James from Arkansas is now at the forefront of medical innovation after receiving what's reported to be the world's first whole eye transplant. It's an incredible story of resilience and science. Wow, a whole eye transplant? That's not something I've heard of before. How did this come about, and who performed the surgery? Well, James had been through quite an ordeal. He lost his eye after an accident with high-voltage power lines that caused severe facial injuries. A team of surgeons at NYU Longoni Health took on the task of conducting this groundbreaking surgery which aimed to support the transplanted eye socket and lid, lending to better cosmetic results, even though the surgery doesn't restore sight. That surgery sounds extremely complex. Can you elaborate on what makes a full eye transplant different from the eye surgeries we're used to hearing about? Sure, Grace. Typically, eye surgeries involve the transplant of the cornea, but in this case, transplanting the entire eye, including the optic nerve, is far more intricate. The optic nerve, which connects the eye to the brain, is the critical cable that carries visual information, so successfully transplanting it is a major milestone. Is the surgery showing signs of success? According to reports, including one from 5newsonline.com, the hazel-colored donated eye has established good blood flow and shows no signs of rejection. Despite James not having movement or the ability to blink in the transplanted eye, his recovery is going well. Now, this operation took place back in May, right? How has the healing process been since then, and have there been any hints of the potential for sight restoration? Yes, the surgery was in May. While restoring sight wasn't the immediate goal, the transplanted eye is providing valuable insights into the eye's healing. The Associated Press highlighted that it's still early days, but doctors are optimistic as the eye appears healthy. Moreover, there have been brain scans that detected signals from the injured optic nerve, which could indicate progress towards regrowing the nerve itself. I understand there's also another layer to Aaron James's story. He also received a face transplant correct? That's correct. As voiced by voiceofalexandria.com and other sources, this dual transplant amplifies the complexity of his procedure. 
Nayu's medical team has confirmed he's making a strong recovery, and the eye's health is remarkable. This sounds like it's opening doors for the future of medicine. Can we speculate on what this might mean for others with visual impairments? Although the surgery was primarily for cosmetic purposes, it's viewed as a technical triumph that could advance research in this field significantly. The data collected could pave the way for future treatments and, perhaps eventually, a cure for certain types of blindness. It's a step forward that has researchers and medical professionals around the world watching closely. An extraordinary achievement indeed. Thank you, Chloe, for bringing us this story and shedding light on such a significant medical advancement. My pleasure, Grace. It's a story that gives us a glimpse into the future of medicine and the hope it holds for so many. And now, here are some other headlines we're following today. 1. Tensions are mounting as the internet collapse in Yemen sparks grave concerns. Maintenance issues amid how the attacks on Israel and the United States have severed communication lines, complicating humanitarian efforts in the war-torn country. This disruption underscores the fragility of crucial infrastructure amidst ongoing regional conflicts. 2. A curveball in U.S. politics. Senator Joe Manchin's recent decision has jolted Democratic hopes for a Senate majority and stirred speculation about his potential presidential run. This development hints at a realignment of political strategies as parties gear up for the approaching electoral showdowns. 3. A heartbreaking development as a pastor takes his own life following the repercussions of being outed, bringing attention to the dangers faced by LGBTQ individuals. This tragedy is a stark reminder of the hostility that still confronts the community, emphasizing the urgent need for greater understanding and empathy. 4. In the legal arena, the saga surrounding former President Donald Trump's civil fraud case continues. An early verdict sought by Trump's legal team was rejected, indicating that the high-profile trial and the scrutiny of Trump's past business practices will press on, keeping the spotlight on this legal contestation. 5. And on the international stage, concerns are escalating over Israeli airstrikes, which are reported to have come perilously close to several hospitals. With U.S. Secretary of State Antony Blinken advocating for increased efforts to protect Palestinian civilians and the discord resounding through U.S. college campuses, calls for a decrease in the strife and enhanced humanitarian assistance are becoming more fervent. These diverse headlines reflect a complex tapestry of global challenges, including international conflicts, political upheaval, social distress, and the quest for accountability and justice capturing a world deeply engaged in confronting and overcoming multifaceted tribulations. We're diving into our third story this morning, where it seems both the political sphere and the animal kingdom have made headlines. For a closer look, we're joined by our specialist correspondent, Ethan. Ethan, can you kick us off with what's been grabbing the public's attention in this diverse news mix? Absolutely, Grace. This past week, it was a whirlwind of headlines. Politics certainly took center stage with election day rolling out, a high-stakes presidential debate, and a fraud trial that's become highly politicized. These are critical events that could reshape the political landscape moving forward. That sounds very significant, Ethan. But it's not just politics in this roundup, right? Tell us more about the unexpected turn into the animal world that the news quiz took. Right you are, Grace. 
It's not every day that owls and humpback whales compete with politicians for the spotlight. The quiz provided some lighter, more inquisitive content by asking questions about the peculiar behaviors of these sea creatures and the challenges faced by other animals, like lice infestations, which are definitely out of the ordinary. When we think about charisma, we don't usually pair it with owls. What's going on there? It seems these charismatic owls are captivating the public interest, perhaps for their unique behaviors or even conservation stories. While the specific reason isn't mentioned, owls have a way of intriguing us, often symbolizing wisdom or mystery in various cultures. Moving from the wild to the world of glitz and drama, the quiz also touched on drugs and divas. Any insights into what these could be referring to? This part is a bit cryptic, Grace, but it might be connected to recent celebrity news or major developments in drug policy or drug-related events. Divas, as we know, come with their own hefty share of headlines, so it could be referencing anything from pop culture feuds to major performances or personal stories making waves in the media. That's certainly an eclectic mix. Now, there's also mention of startup fails. In today's economy, what should we take away from that spotlight? Startups are often seen as the lifeblood of innovation, grace, but it's a tough landscape filled with competition and risk. By featuring startup fails, the quiz underscores the harsh realities entrepreneurs encounter. It serves as a reminder that not all groundbreaking ideas take flight and that the journey can be fraught with financial and strategic pitfalls. It makes one wonder about the potential ripple effects on the economy and job market. Could there be underlying trends we should be aware of? Certainly, troubles in the startup world might point to broader economic issues, like funding difficulties or a lack of consumer confidence. On the other hand, these challenges could also breed resilience and pave the way for future success stories. A fascinating variety of topics to keep us on our toes. Thanks for breaking down this weekly news quiz with us, Ethan. It's always a pleasure to get your in-depth perspective. Glad to join you, Grace. Always exciting to see what's on the public's mind across such diverse subjects. That's all we have for now. Today's episode was made by Alexander King with GPT-4, GPT-3.5 Turbo, and the Google Cloud Text-to-Speech API. I hope you have a great day. I'll see you tomorrow, Alex.